Welcome to Podcast at Boatwright. I am Lucretia McCulley, Head of Scholarly Communications at Boatwright Library. Our author today is Sheila Carapico, Professor of Political Science and International Studies. Dr. Carapico is the author of a new book, Political Aid and Arab Activism, Democracy Promotion, Justice, and Representation, published recently by Cambridge University Press. In this book, Dr. Carapico examines what it means to promote transitions to democracy in the Middle East, have North American, European, and multilateral projects advanced human rights, authoritarian retrenchment, or Western domination. Sheila, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. And to start off our conversation, what inspired you to write on this particular topic? Well, this book was in formulation for a very long time, and it started really in the 90s when I had been working in the Middle East or Arab countries for a long time, and that was the period, what we called the third wave of democratization, and there were all these landmark elections in former Soviet countries and in South Africa, and it looked like the Middle East also was going towards something at least a transition away from authoritarianism. And those of us working in the Middle East also began encountering a lot of experts on democratization. Uh, elections, rule of law, uh, gender empowerment specialists, civil society specialists. So I just was wondering, what are these people doing? Mm -hmm. You know, what does it mean to have an expertise in these kinds of fields? And what kind of projects do they do? And then what happens, you know, what's the reaction, how does that, does it, or if it does have any effect, and if so, what kind of effects. Um, but then, of course, Middle East politics being what it is, I mean, you never just get an idea and then it just sits there waiting for you to finish writing it, because, I mean, before I really, well, I thought I was fairly far along when, we, when the invasion of Iraq occurred. And then, of course, that opened up a completely different arena and also different kinds of questions um, that required quite a lot of research and time to think about. Um, and then I guess I would add that, I mean, sort of more beyond your question, but a little bit more like the conclusion, I mean, there are sort of two major views, one of which assumes that because we're democratic and we know something about democracy and empowerment and human rights that we can therefore impart that. And then there's a very different view epitomized by the American invasion of Iraq, which is that it's basically an imperial venture that's more about kind of a form of domination mm -hmm. than it is about, say, liberation or emancipation or democratization. And, you know, in a sense I came down to it's both that there's a kind of a lot of paradoxes and that almost everyone working in the field talks or writes about contradictions and paradoxes. Well, very good. Fascinating. I know it's taken a long time mm -hmm. to look at all of this. Yeah. It's continuing. Right. Well, what do you see as the main audience for your book? Well, it's... Um, I mean, maybe all authors imagine a larger audience than there actually is. 
But in my own field of political science, or well, starting with my own field of political science, or even the political science of the Middle East, we would normally, in political science as a discipline, distinguish between international relations and comparative politics. And this book tries to do both of those. So I hope or imagine a fairly wide audience among students or others who are interested in the Middle East because it's it's quite broad as opposed to narrowly um, uh, focused. But then there's also, I think, um, a lot of, of courses and and think tanks and you know interested readers who are interested really in not so much in the Middle East in particular but in democracy promotion mm-hmm. um, and so there's that I think audience and then related to that also the study of foreign aid in general and then lastly I would say that I think um, among those categories that I just named a lot of times women's and gender issues are, are not integrated into those studies, either comparative politics or international relations or even democratization in general. And so I hope that one of the things that I've done is to bring kind of critical feminist perspectives to uh, those other broader inquiries. Yeah. Very interdisciplinary. Do you think it will be useful to scholars and students in the Middle East? I hope so. <clears throat> I mean, the um, the two people who endorsed, you know, you get endorsements on the covers, and those are both um, Middle Eastern scholars working in the Middle East, and I really go out of my way to try to cite as many, especially bilingual activists and scholars and professionals rather than for it to be like, okay, what do Americans think is going on? But I mean, I, I, I spend a lot of my footnotes and citations um, quoting um, purported beneficiaries or um, counterparts or um, <clears throat> people from audiences. So I'm hoping that that actually will be a major mm-hmm. uh, audience. Yeah. Excellent. Thank you. Well, how would you envision undergraduate students using the book for their study and research, either here or elsewhere? I think um, that it would have some appeal for courses for undergraduates uh, about the Middle East, in part because, as I say, it's sort of or Middle East politics, because it does kind of cross some of the kind of more narrow mm-hmm. disciplinary lines. Um, I would imagine that some uh, courses that deal with development or especially development assistance might find it useful. Um, and it's not written, I, I, I think it's written in a way to be accessible to undergraduates. Did you have undergraduate students who assisted you with research for this book? You know, the best thing that undergraduates did for me in all, you know, in the time that I was thinking about it and writing about it was asking questions mm-hmm. and helping me to um, try to answer those questions rather than questions that come from, say, obscure scholarly sources. 
Right. And students are just such a wonderful source of questions. Mm -hmm. Right. Because they're learning and they have a different perspective. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then our last question, how do library services support you in writing this book? Well, I mean, I utilized so many of the the resources of the of the uh, Boatwright Library. A lot of them online. Uh, the databases. I think I became very familiar with a lot of them. Um, and of course, you know, including archives of scholarly materials, and then you know, books and and uh, journals that are in um, our Richmond collections. Mm -hmm. Um, and those were very important to me. I mean, I did also do field work in the Middle East, but I spent a lot of time on the library website and in the library itself. So. Very good. Well, thank you, Dr. Carapico. Political Aid and Arab Activism, Democracy Promotion, Justice, and Representation is available in Boatwright Library, and it's on sale in the University Bookstore. <laughs>